and even in the season we're in, I love that we get to be together today. I would not normally do this. Get ready. We're going to talk election. We're going to talk about the election, which uh, anybody you know me, they're probably shocked we're about to do that. But I feel like it's so important right now. We have to do it. And so I have two guests with me today, which I'm super, super excited about. Uh, one is Jessica. Hi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> used to be Jessica Soto. Yes. But now she's Jessica McKinley. Yes. And I always tell Jessica, you're like one of the coolest people I know. Oh, my. I honestly, that's such an honor because I don't feel cool like ever. So <laughs> I think it's so cool. You're, you're cool. I gotta say this, Keanu. We'll introduce you in a second. But wasn't she cool just saying it the way she said it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Super cool. Like she exudes coolness. Like when I want to be cool, I just get around Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> comes off and, and it's fun. But oh, you are sick. newly married. Yes. How many yeah. days? Literally like 14 days or three weeks, actually. I think, yeah, like three weeks. So just recently, not even a month. So it's yeah. been crazy. Yeah. So it's been good. Your wedding was beautiful. <laughs> it was you. touching. It was so Christ centered. Um, uh, Keanu's dad married uh, you guys. Yeah, uh, by the way. it was seriously like mm-hmm. the best day ever. Like I know Christian couples say that a lot, but it was the best day ever. I will like never forget my wedding day. It was like incredible. So, and you yeah. shouldn't because I want to <laughs> tell you it was so uh, beautiful. It very mm-hmm. clearly, you guys shined out, but you guys both shined for Jesus. And yeah, it was just really powerful. It was really awesome. And uh, for those of who do not who do not know, uh, Jessica's husband is our junior high pastor. Yes, uh, he is a gifted. Mm-hmm gifted pastor a very gifted communicator uh whenever you uh, are part of our teaching team so whenever you see that steven's gonna preach in any way <laughs> tune in tune in right yeah i love it i love him and he speaks i get nervous though because i'm like it's like my other person's there i'm like please don't mess up so but i love <laughs> i love to hear him preach it's like the best so. so who's your favorite preacher on the staff oh wow i have to go with pvc Right? Oh, I have to. Oh, <laughs> okay, there you go. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. And Keanu Hughes is here with me today. Hey, hey. Uh, Keanu, uh, just so you know, um, I, I did your parents' wedding. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's wild how time flies, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, even better. Are you ready? You owe me because I introduced your mom and dad to each other. So if it wasn't for me, you would not be alive. Wow. I, well, I just want to say then, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate what you did for your service. <laughs> no, oh, by the way, it really is true. I introduced them. Matter of fact, I worked hard to set them up. It was not, it was not without a lot of effort that I brought your mom and dad together. And yeah. uh, so we'll have to tell that story one day. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. Your generation Y, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, you were born... Uh, 93. 93, okay. Mm-hmm. So, and you're a graduate of Cal Baptist. Oh, no, that's no, my brother. that's your brother. I mixed that up. Yeah, I actually never finished college or Ooh. school. Oh. Wow. I just decided to quit halfway through and work. <laughs> 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 Love and it. And so I just work now full time, which is yeah, great. so you and Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like you can't be successful. That's true, you know, yeah. That's you know? true, yeah. <laughs> uh, So anyway, uh, uh, you're, a, you're a Generation Y. Uh, you're uh, a big part of our gen- our uh, SIA team, mm-hmm, uh, right? Yeah. So you play an instrument, you play in the band. Yep, I'm a part of the worship team here. I'm super honored to be a part of the worship team here. It's, um, it's a privilege for sure. And I also serve at HSM, so for a high school ministry, which is really really fun. It's really cool. I feel like it's like, you know, an area that is just needed. You know, mm-hmm. like just to help the high schoolers, especially now more than ever, where it's crazy now. Like when I was in high school, compared to now, it's just way. It's way more intense, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, just with social media and things like that. 
Well, and, and actually, you are right. Uh, is we are watching this. The research shows and, and bears out in a sad way um, that today uh, the generation you're trying to minister to, high school students, are more lonely than they've ever been before. Higher depression, higher anxiety, higher suicidal ideation, higher yeah. cutting. It's just just mm-hmm. heartbreaking. To, yeah. You know. So so you're right. So the difference you have a chance to make is mm-hmm. just really important. Yeah, it's really it's really cool opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And then Jessica, you're Gen Z. Yes. Yeah. So I was born in 95, which is like the cutoff point for Gen Z. So it's like I hear that the people that are born 95 have characteristics of both, though, because we're right smack in the middle. So, yeah. yeah and and mm-hmm. that would be very true anyway, uh, period. Uh, here's the thing to know. Uh, generation Z is the last generation. When the last person in their generation dies, it's all over. The world goes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do after Z? Well, I guess with hurricanes, they just go to Greek letters. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So, uh, which is interesting. So anyway, we're going to talk election right now. And uh, one of the things I wanted to do is hear your guys' thoughts. Now, we know something, so get ready. Uh, Keanu's going to share his opinion and uh, his thoughts, and and I love that. Jessica's going to sh- share her opinion, her thoughts. They know they're speaking for themselves. Uh, they're mm-hmm. not representing the church. They're mm-hmm. not even saying they're going to represent their generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just going to share their heart as believers who follow God and in a time that is probably the most politically divisive. Yeah. Um, and they're most, we live in a culture today so polarized mm-hmm. and you guys love God. You guys love people. And so I know all of us, there, there's like a lot of thoughts that come, a lot of concerns that come. And so one mm-hmm. of the thoughts we wanted to ask you guys to think about is what are three things that you're doing, that you're doing uh, practically to stay grounded in such a highly political climate? So what are mm-hmm. you know, three things around three things you're doing to stay grounded in a climate like this? Yeah, for I know for myself, um, it could be overwhelming because you're getting so many different perspectives and there's a lot of different ideas. But for myself, I've always turned to the Bible and I've always seeked wisdom in everything, um, whether it's politics or it's something personal life, just looking at the Bible and seeing what the Bible has to say. So Proverbs is just filled with so many wise sayings. And I love in Proverbs 15, 14, it says, a wise person is hungry for knowledge while the fool feeds on trash. So what are you feeding on? Are you feeding on trash or are you seeking for knowledge another proverb says seek truth like gold like search for it go deep go to the right sources figure out what the truth is of a situation and seek that wisdom because that's what wise people do and they make wise choices from that so that's something that I've been trying to whenever I go in, on Instagram I'm like okay what's the truth I'm gonna look for, I'm gonna search for the truth and I'm gonna try to be a wise person when it comes to these situations so yeah yeah yeah. Social media is rough, guys. <laughs> it is it is it is wild out there. Um, but I would say, yeah, like following that point, wisdom, super important. And I feel like, um, what is it, Proverbs, I think it's 4, verse 7. And I think what it says is, um, the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom mm. and understanding, get insight, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's funny, like, just get it. <laughs> that's the most important <laughs> thing, to get wisdom. And I love, like, the idea of wisdom because it's, sometimes associated with knowledge, but it's so much deeper than that. It's actually way deeper than that. I feel like wisdom is the application of knowledge. It yeah. isn't just like yeah. gaining knowledge or gaining, like I know A, B, and C about this president, A, B, C about this mm-hmm. president. It's like the understanding and getting that depth, you know, um, and getting the insight. And I feel like that's the most important word, you know, like insight, yeah. really discovering and diving deep into like what it is that I'm reading on Instagram. What is it I'm reading mm-hmm. on Twitter or Facebook or whatever? And then figuring out, okay, 
is this truth? Like what you're yes. saying, like, is this one, A, true? And two, is this good? Is this beneficial for me as a human being, as my, like, person? Or is this good for the nation, you know, especially when it comes to the election? Is this the best thing? And it was what this person is saying. Is what this person is saying. <laughs> there we go. I got that sentence right. <laughs> is what this person's saying accurate? Is it mm. true? Is it real? And is it good, you know? And I feel like yeah. it's so important to ask yourself, too, like, do I know enough about this situation? And do I need to research it myself? You know, yeah. because I feel like that's super important. Mm -hmm. And especially in this day and age, everybody loves to just like grab something out of like a social media and be like, <laughs> that was cool. I like that. I'm going to throw it up by myself, you know, <laughs> and I'm going to like post that too. And like mm -hmm. go all for that and go hundred percent into it yeah. without doing any research, you know, or yeah. any kind of, um, you know, digging into it, you know? Yeah. yeah so. One of the things that I think is really incredible you're bringing out though, is that, you know, we need to go for truth, right? We need to really want truth. But do you guys feel like it's really hard to find the truth with so much mm -hmm. misinformation out there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think it's, it's always good to understand if someone's trying to sell you something or if they're trying to be biased. Like, okay, if you're trying to be biased, why are you trying to sell me on this? Or what are you trying? What point are you trying to prove? So I feel like Keanu nailed it. Like, just keep digging, keep searching because you will find the truth. It will be there. You just have to, like, research and, like, look for it. So... But I yeah. think along with that, um, when you do come to the truth or you do find it and it doesn't exactly align with what you, your prior beliefs were, are you humble enough to change what you believed before? Yeah. I think that's like a good practice also to be humble mm -hmm. during this mm -hmm. time and be willing to listen to other people that are different than you and be like, okay, cool, I'm going to listen to what you're going to say and I'm going to try to, in the same form, trying to find truth so that at the end of the day I can be more wise and make wise decisions, so... Yeah, I like what you said about being humble. That's like super important. And no, it feels like everybody on social media is, maybe I just get this, but it feels like everyone's arrogant. You know, everyone's just like, I'm not, like, <laughs> yeah. I already, I'm humble, but they're like, like a humble arrogance, if that mm. makes sense, you know? Yeah. Where people are like, oh, like, yeah, I'm humble. Like, I changed my ways because of something that somebody posted on social media. <laughs> and it's like, are you really, or are you just posting this on social media so that you can get recognition for doing that? Yeah. And I'm like, ah, so for me, it's like so back and forth because true humility, you know, it'd be like, I'm not going to post on social media about, like me changing my ways. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to change my ways, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh -huh. I feel like it's, it's really easy to have that false humility yeah. um, presence on social media. Um, and sometimes you can see it in people and sometimes it's just me, you know, just uh, me being like, you know, being a jerk, you know, like <laughs> trying to like imagine that people are like that um, because I think, you know, I tend to be that way sometimes. And so I feel like for me, I'm like, ah, like I got to check myself. I got to remember to be humble myself and mm -hmm. not, and not come off like, yeah. you know, um, with that false humility. Mm -hmm. um, and I got to remember to always, you know, be checking myself like yeah. time after time after time. <laughs> yeah. For so, sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'll tell you too, kind of going back to the idea, how do you how do it put a filter on to make sure you're really getting truth? Mm -hmm. Os Guinness, who teaches at Oxford University, he's an incredible uh, scholar. Uh, by the way, solid Christian on fire for the Lord. Uh, you don't teach at Oxford and be a lightweight, by the <laughs> way. True, um, true. He said we always ask three questions. Who is talking? What are they saying? Why or why are what are they saying? And why are they saying it? Mm -hmm. And so you always want to know not only who you got to make sure you're filtered with who is saying it, uh, what are they saying, but then why? What's the mm -hmm. why behind it? That's because uh, mm -hmm. the bias you're talking mm -hmm. about is there. Yeah. We all have bias to a, a point, True. Uh, but some of it is so biased, it actually can take away from truth. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important to do that. Mm -hmm. And then um, I love the idea of being humble enough just to learn. I mean, are, are we all willing to listen to someone else's point of view? 
Um, I think about First uh, First Peter four eight that says, "Above all things, have fervent love for mm -hmm. one another." That's good. Uh, when it comes to politics, yeah. I think above all politics, above all agendas, let's love each other. And yeah. if we can't do that, none of the rest matters. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I love that. Love the highest importance for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think along with like loving each other also praying for each other and making sure that okay we don't agree on everything but you know what you're my leader and i'm gonna pray for you or you're my friend or you are my person or whatever it is and you know at the end of the day god just calls us to love those and what's the most loving thing you could do for someone is like pray for them and just ask that god would have like his will be done in their lives so yeah, I think that's, staying in prayer is so huge, and yeah. I know you think so too. Oh yeah, that's super huge. Okay, yeah. so if I can, can I tell a quick story? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is kind of goes with that. So on social media, a person who was related to me posted something, and I won't say who it was, um, but somebody else who's a friend of mine saw that post and was really just uh, upset about it mm -hmm. and frustrated and didn't like it. So they started commenting on on the post um, about their frustrations and things like that, and then. Um, the person who's related to me replied back, and then they kind of it, it didn't go very long, but it was just a little quick back and forth, you know, uh, like a little fight on on social media, you know. Everybody loves a good comment section, you know. <laughs> Everybody loves to read those. <laughs> That's where things happen, you know. Um, and so it was crazy. So I had no idea, you know. I didn't know any of this was going on. I'm not. I mean, I, I am on social media, but I'm not on a lot, you know. Um, at least I wouldn't consider myself being on a lot. And then um, so the next day. Um, my friend who commented and gotten a little bit that little like comment fight comment battle <laughs> they um, <clears throat> they called me the next day and they said hey like I don't have the person's phone number but I just wanted to tell you like I was praying today earlier mm -hmm. today and it Lord put on my heart that I just need to like say hey I'm sorry and I don't want any like beef between me and that person they didn't yeah. have the phone number you know and so they called me the closest person that they knew to that person and said hey like i just want to make sure that things are good like mm -hmm. i would love to meet up with that person and just talk in person and i thought that was the coolest thing because i think prayer changes things if yeah. anything it changes yeah. your attitude mm -hmm. towards somebody else you know yeah. mm -hmm. and i think that's like the key because like like what you said like it just shows love right there and that mm -hmm. shows so much character mm -hmm. and so much like of christ's character in yeah. this person where they could just be mad they could just like sit and let bitterness seep in at that person but i loved how they actually reached out and did something they were like ah you know what i don't feel like it's right to ruin a relationship with this mm -hmm. person i need to make sure to mend it even though we have different beliefs on yeah. politics yeah, yeah. you know that is awesome because yeah. i think i know about that back and forth oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably do yeah <laughs> but, but to know the the behind the scenes of god moving and uh -huh. and them rising above to come together that is really cool yeah mm -hmm. exactly was, i was i gained i already had a lot of respect for this guy and but went through the roof after mm -hmm. that i was like wow this yeah. is like That's yeah, really cool. good character, you That's know? Really cool. Yeah, and you know what? It's really clear when we talk about prayer. I mean, it's mm -hmm. not an option for me as a believer, or you guys as believers, to not pray for our leaders. Mm -hmm. That's not an option. We're told to pray for them. We mm -hmm. are told to lift them up. Uh, so you know what? I, I feel like this for me anyway. I bet you guys are going to somewhat agree or agree completely, is I should never critique a leader I haven't been praying for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's good. And, good. and yeah. I think you know as your pastor, I don't get up and critique uh, from the, I don't use my position as a pastor to attack somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I don't want to do that. And, but I do want to pray for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like it was one of those things too, where if you're praying for somebody and you were like, and you're genuinely praying for them, not like, you know, not like I pray that they change their ways, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. but like, you know, the kind of prayer where it's like, you know, 
Lord, I pray that you just lead them, that you use mm-hmm. them, that you guide them, that this is the person you put in, yeah. in authority right now. Lord, use them to your will. You know, I feel like how could you hate someone that you're praying for yeah. earnestly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's just my thought. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. And then even in, in time of prayer, who knows? Like God could change your heart just yeah. as well or change the way that you're seeing things or give you a perspective or understanding like we were talking about earlier. And then all of a sudden your perspective on things just shifts. And that's like the coolest thing ever. So, yeah. Yeah. And the thing I, I do sometimes, I don't know if everyone else would, but my heart um, uh, hurts, I think is an accurate term for the children of our leaders. Because um, let's take two people who have different points of view. Gavin Newsom, our governor, Mm -hmm. and President Trump. Uh, They both have children. Yeah. And their children have to hear what people are saying about their parents. Yeah. Uh, And I I don't mind, personally, political disagreement. I don't like it when it becomes character assassination. Mm -hmm. And knowing children are being subjected to that for their parents. Yeah. And I think as believers, we have to go, can't we be better than that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. I feel like... um, name calling is is like not nice and it's not kind and i don't Mm -hmm. think god wants us to argue in that way because you're not actually like spreading ideas you're just exposing your heart and showing how hurt you are or how the bad you wish against somebody else and whenever you name call someone it's almost like spewing out of your mouth and it's not like an exchange of ideas it's just like hurt so i feel like it's just not a good way to argue but I mean, that's also my opinion. Well, I I would say uh, that's a good opinion because wisdom would not name call. Yeah. I don't, I think that's a pretty easy application. If I'm in wisdom, I'm not name calling, Mm -hmm. you know, or or doing those kind of demeaning things. You're going to say something though. Go ahead, jump in. Oh, no, I was going to say similar, you know, like these ad hominems are attacking the person, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not attacking the problem whatsoever, Mm -hmm. not trying to make it better, not trying to fix anything. It's just saying, I don't like you. And here's why, you know, because I think you're an idiot or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's just, it's such a like name call, like you said, it's just not beneficial in any way. And it just hurts people. That's Mm -hmm. all it does. Yeah. Or, and I think personally, I think it shows a lot more about the person who's saying that that they're calling somebody a name, you know, than it does about the person who's being called. I, mean. mm-hmm. I think that's 100% true. It really yeah. is more revealing. And so even then, you and I, what we want to do is not get angry at them, but pray for them yeah. Yeah, um, and do that. I just feel like our country is was at its best recently, or at least showed its best side when uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg recently passed mm-hmm. away. And then it came out that her best friend on the Supreme Court was Justice Scalia. They, were, they could not have been more opposite in their views and yet they ate together. They went to events together. Mm-hmm. You know, their families yeah. did. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, that's when we're at our best. Yeah. Uh, when we can respect each other and love yeah. each other. And, mm-hmm. so cool. and uh, my understanding, again, I don't, I just going by what I'm reading is that they actually cared about each other. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think that's really cool. That's so you guys are saying, get wisdom. You're saying practice humility and prayer, right? Yeah. Those are the three things that that you, you focused on. Yeah. So now let's go to the next thing. Uh, Proverbs clearly talks about it, uh, what it looks like to be wise and what it looks like to be f- foolish. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, I, I've, yeah, I don't know, don't answer this, but have you ever taken this, the test, like go through Proverbs and am I more wise or more foolish? <laughs> I should take that. I, I want to take that now. I've never heard of that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Tracy, which one would I get? <laughs> okay. <yeah. Wisdom. laughs> All right. So uh, what are some things that encourages you to steer clear uh, from foolish behavior during this season? I We touched about it a little bit earlier, but for sure name calling. I feel like 
like Keanu was saying earlier, the comment section on Instagram is so dangerous. Just like, don't even go there. <laughs> I feel like when people want to argue, they, they use name calling. So if, if that's your first instinct, you, I would almost like pause. Like, okay, why? Like, why am I, why do I want to call this person an idiot right now? <laughs> or why do I want to say all these vile things about this person? And then from there, try to figure out your feelings or your reasoning or whatever it is. But for sure, name calling, I just steer away from it. I, do, I try my best not to call anybody an idiot. I feel like the Bible even says a fools are the ones that call other people fools. Like the wise person is the one that stays silent. So if you want to be wise, just, just keep your mouth shut and not say anything. And then just pro- sometimes it's better just pause and process internally and then figure out why you feel the way you feel. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, isn't that what it says? It says um, that even a person who stays, who, even a fool who stays silent yes, is seen as wise. wise. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah, interesting, yeah. right? You're like, oh, yeah. like just that idea of holding your tongue, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. really got to Or your really fingers <laughs> when you're typing. Yeah, guys. holding your fingers back, exactly. <laughs> From Twitter. <laughs> Dude, those, yeah. those fingers get wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like it's, I feel like for, for what you said, you know, about, um, I feel like it's, you know, wisdom. Um, it's just so important. Like, it's just, <clears throat> like, when you, like, I feel like the characteristics of wisdom, you know, would be, like, the fruit of the Spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be wise, you have to, you have to have love, you have to mm-hmm. have joy, you have to have peace, you have to have patience, you have to have kindness, gentleness, goodness, and self-control, and especially self-control. It may be last, but it's not least yeah. by any means, you know? <laughs> I feel like it's so important to have self-control, especially, like, on social media, and when talking about these things, because, like what you said earlier about the three things, who is saying it, you know, what are they saying and why are they saying it? Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to exercise yeah. self-control yeah. and not just be one of those people that just going to like instinctually go back at it or something, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I feel like, yeah, I don't know, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of a side tangent, but important, you know? <laughs> no, super important, super yeah. important. So, um, you know, we, we have talked a lot around Crossroads, but it's, it's also been talked about over and over uh, in the media, the idea of the cancel culture, mm. um, which but I, well, I love that Abdu Murray brought out. That's not new. Yeah. Jesus dealt with the cancel culture. So, yeah. you know, some yeah. people like to put that on your guys' generation, yeah. but no, 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 no. We all have had that. I, I do see it more, though, uh, or maybe people are quicker to, to make it known. Mm. So mm-hmm. when you come to the idea of political things what in the cancel culture, what do you, th- how does that go to, how should that not go together for you? Uh, cancel culture. What a good question. So I feel like as a believer, it's not okay to just cancel someone out of your life, Mm. just flat out, you know, uh, it's not okay. Um, what we're called to is to love people and we're called to, um, to help edify the church, especially Mm -hmm. other Christian people. If it's another person who calls himself a believer, who says that they follow the teachings of Jesus Christ, it's not okay to just cancel them. We can't, we can't just cancel jesus christ's bride Mm. you can't you know uh you can't say like oh like i love jesus but i hate the church Mm -hmm. that doesn't work you know yeah (laughs) it it just doesn't go like that yeah i think a practical way to practice it too is a lot of times i'd be on social media and i i do love socials i do and (laughs) i would be following people and they would post something that i didn't agree with and i was like okay i'll let it slide this one time and then they'd post like 10 and I'm like oh I'm so annoyed but I like I felt like in my heart I was like I'm gonna unfollow this person but then I felt like I felt like God was saying Jess like why are you why like no like I didn't call you to take these people out of your life because you disagree with them like no keep following them follow up with their life like figure out like who they are like their perspective is just as important as yours so don't just unfollow them or mute them because they're annoying you like (laughs) no like be friends with them and you know who knows like 
I could open your eyes to something new. So I didn't unfollow those people. And I was like, okay, I'm going to keep them. And I think that's a practical way of like not canceling people. Don't just unfollow people you disagree with. Like then you'll get into this echo chamber that only sounds like you. And then you'll never grow because you'll never hear another perspective. So mm. I think it's just like a practical way of like how not to cancel your friends or family or whatever <laughs> your friends and family <laughs> <is good. laughs> so. no that's so true yeah yeah but. friends and family um but you know what's interesting in first john it says that anybody who hates his brother is a murderer mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people don't understand what that's actually saying what that's saying is if i hate someone i don't want them to exist yeah and that's the cancel culture so the cancel so if someone says well i don't hate them well if you cancel them there probably was a degree of hate because wow. you just murdered them on the social media. You just caused them to not exist anymore. Yeah. Um, I do know, by the way, recently I had someone use my site to attack somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking going, uh-oh, and they were going after this other person. Wow. So I did have to mute them and take them yeah. off. Um, but I, I didn't do it because they were after yeah. me. I did it because they were taking they – they were – you know, doing attacking someone else in a bad way. But I, I didn't want to do it in a way that was hateful. I, mm-hmm. I wanted to pray. I, I wanted to ask, maybe there's so much hurt they have. Yeah. You know, they definitely shouldn't use my social account to, <laughs> totally. to go after somebody else. But yeah. um, so there may be a moment you have yeah. to take something off, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if it's totally inappropriate. But I think the idea, I don't want to actually cancel you. Yeah. You know, I, I want to work through it. Um, so I, but I think this cancel culture thing is really sad. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question. Re- regardless of the outcome of this election, what gives you guys hope for the future? So do you mind if I go first? Go for it. Okay. No, of course. So go for it. we're reading Isaiah right now. I'm a little behind on the Isaiah journal, but honestly, I feel like it ends up working out just great. So <laughs> I'm, on a, I'm on Isaiah 41 today, and it has just Isaiah for like the promises have just genuinely been like so good for my soul in this season. But um, Isaiah 41 was like the promises that God knows your past, your present, and your future. And I was like, this is such a good verse. Like, why is this not plastered everywhere? But it was just um, Isaiah is like talking about, or he's talking to his people, to the Israelites. He, and, and Isaiah 41, 13, it says, For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. And I just feel like, and then also on 10, verse 10, it says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with your right, with my righteous right hand. And I just feel like regardless of what the election happens, like God is so in control. And like left, right, center, whatever happens, at the end of the day, God is with us. And we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to. Um, be timid we can have so much peace in Isaiah 40 it talks about how we have when we have hope in the Lord it renews our strength so we don't have to be afraid it's yeah it's intimidating because we're like I don't know what's gonna happen and it's nerve-wracking but God is so good and he's so faithful and he tells us two times and one and well actually tells us a lot of more times than that but two times in one chapter like do not be afraid I'm with you like do not be afraid I'm holding you like do not be afraid like I got you with my right hand so don't be afraid. It's going to be okay. So Love that. Yes, yes, yes. That's really good. That's really good. I feel like that's so important, you know, just to, like the idea of knowing, okay, God is in control. You know, he puts the leaders in place who are in place for a reason. We mm-hmm. don't know, and we may, maybe you never will know, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's so important to, re- to remember that he has the world in the palm of his hands. He can change it if he wants to. Yeah. He can, and he could use us, the body of the church, you know, to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's so important to 
to slow down and think, okay, like even if the president I'm not voting for wins, yeah, I'm still gonna be praying for that president. Yeah, I'm still gonna be wanting the best for them mm-hmm. personally. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm gonna want the best for the nation, you know. Mm-hmm. And I want God to shine through that person, even if it isn't the person, yeah. you know, that I would want. I feel like that's super important to just like be championing like the person who's on our team, essentially. Yeah. If you think about like the United States is one big team. That's what I love about, you know, like you said, Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm-hmm. and, and the other um, justice that like they were friends because mm-hmm. they knew at the end of the day what they're doing is for the United States best. Yeah. And they're tr- they might have different ways of going about it, but they're no together like, hey, we're trying to make this a better place for yeah. everybody. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. they're trying to do their best. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's the most important thing. Like, OK, even if the president I don't want wins. I'm going to do my best to like help that president yeah. to do whatever. And that, and that yeah. might just be through prayer because yeah. I might never meet him. You know, <laughs> I probably won't. I haven't met any of the presidents before. So, <laughs> yeah. so you know, um, but that's just like, yeah, my take on that. Yeah. I think it's a really, really good take. And the um, bottom line is God is sovereign. God's in control. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't, we, all of us, we've never trusted in, in people to be our salvation. It's mm-hmm. always in God. Yeah. And God will use whichever person's president. I mean, he will. Yeah. And the Bible's clear even that God, you know, puts people in their place. Uh, the Isaiah Journal, I think one thing I love. I don't. Are you guys a little amazed about how much the Isaiah Journal talks about today? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like kind of crazy. I didn't, like I would read it before. But I'm like, why did I not see this when I read this? By the way, it's not the journal. It's Isaiah. Oh. I said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the journal. But uh, no, Isaiah was by God. Um, yeah. But anyway, I, I'm so amazed how much of it has to do with our day and time more mm-hmm. than ever. But one thing you see in there is there'd be a good king, there'd be a bad king. There'd be a good king, bad king. But there was always God. Yes. There yeah. was always God. And uh, God always carried them through. But there was a remnant that mm-hmm. trusted in God. Yeah. And I believe you guys are a part of the remnant, the faithful few uh, that trust in him. And you know what? Uh, we all want to be. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what happens in the election, we can move that way. Yeah. Well, I loved having you guys here with me. <laughs> Yeah, this has been really cool. Thanks for having us. This is a cool place. It's kind of fun, huh? We got a great team up here. And by the way, you guys are on our team. Uh, So we want to do shameless plug right now. Uh, Talk about HSM. When is it? uh, And and why should somebody come? This week especially. Yeah, it's tonight, HSM. It's every Tuesday night. It's for our high school ministry. And people should come. If you're in high school especially, you should come. It's going to be great. Um, We come. We gather usually uh, at 7 p.m. People like to come a little early just to come and hang and have fun for a little bit. But service starts at 7 p.m. and it's great. And if you're an adult and you're looking for somewhere to li- like to serve, it's a great place where you can be used by God to make a difference. Yeah. And, and, and by the we need that. We need that more than ever, right? Yeah, we do. <laughs> one thing I love about your generation, but the HSM generation, they want mentors, mm-hmm. right? Am yeah. I right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. So totally. true. All right. Now, tomorrow night is... JTM. So Steve and I lead at JTM. I have a small group of sixth graders. They're the best girls ever i love them so much so if you're in junior high you know a junior higher we meet at six so not seven we go to bed a little bit earlier so <laughs> six o'clock and then we start at 6 30 we hang out to around 8 45 and then yeah it's awesome so if you know a junior higher totally get them plugged in it's an awesome place for them to find community so super super cool and so uh, tonight tuesday night hsm seven o'clock you said yeah tomorrow night JHM, JHM six. 6 o'clock. And then you guys are probably both going to be oh, at yeah. 
Thursday night on <laughs> campus live gathering of SIA yes. College Young Adults. Are you both going to be there? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. excited. It's been a month, so I'm stoked to see all my friends. It's yeah. going to be good. It's going to be awesome. I love it. I just love it. It's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> yeah. <be> there. So <laughs> live outdoor worship, socially yes. distanced probably because I'm the senior pastor. You better say yes. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and masked. But, but here's the thing. Uh, you know what? Uh, we already told you early on, Jessica's taken. So sorry, guys. You can come. She'll be nice to you. I will but, be. Yeah, she'll be nice to you. But Keanu, not taken. Ooh. Not taken. So hey, there you go. Uh, and so, hey, see you girls. Uh, if I were you, I would show. Uh, be there. Because he'll be nice to you no matter what. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a nice person, I think. I hope. <laughs> I hope. Plus, hey, this is the church where love happens. Yeah. So it does, you know. In the foyer. Never know. Meet somebody random. Yeah. <laughs> Since you got my parents together, if yeah. you know of anybody, let me know. I <laughs> just <laughs> might have to get to work on that. And yeah, so that's cool. Thank but you. seriously, so uh, we'd love to have you guys. Junior high, high school, college, we have a place for you to be. Yeah. Love to have you be a part of that. Parents, uh, by the way, I want to speak to you real quick. There's nothing you, more important for your kids in this season uh, for your children to have a place of connection. It's vital to their spiritual health, their mental health, and their physical health. And we do it well here. We really do a good job. And so uh, junior high, high school, college, uh, we even have children's on Sunday, 9 a.m. here on our campus, too. Uh, you don't want to miss out on that. So, again, thank you guys yeah, for being here. Thank you for having us. All fun. right. Yeah. And next week, I have a very special surprise <laughs> guest. Oh, my. You're, it's going to blow you away. It's going to blow you away. But God bless you guys and have a great week.